Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinemas. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is brought to you. No, it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Spicy Mayonnaise Ranger, what you up to? You're trash. <laughs> You're supposed to go, what up? Dude, I'm in Welcome pain. Welcome to another episode of the Not Normal Podcast. Yeah, so what happened to you? You're walking in here, gimping in here with crutches. Yeah, I have Explain. crutches now. Yep, I'm on crutches for a while. Elaborate. Um, playing basketball last night. I just got broke that bad. So no. ow, all the <laughs> yeah. way down. No, um, I don't know what happened. I went up for a layup and I stepped off of somebody's foot. Like I just landed. I just stepped on their foot, and then we fell. Well, sort of fell, not really, but fell, and I felt it instantly. And I didn't know what it was, so I just went home. And then this morning, woke up. My heel was purple, going up towards like the backside of my Achilles, and I was like, "Oh, this sucks. I'm gonna go to the hospital." So I did, got an X-ray, got two fractures in my heel, so that I'm sucks. out for a minute. <laughs> that sucks. I bet that hurt. Yeah, it's not fun. Well, I have a. I didn't realize I use my heel every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, I have a little rant here. Not a rant. Pedalic white. Pedalic white. I have a little rant. All right. So. This is sports. I'm very sorry if you don't want to hear this. Skip forward like five minutes. Um, but it has to do with caring. Like ha- caring about what you're doing. Oh, I thought you meant carrying like a basketball no, carry. No, no, no. It, like, caring what, about what you're doing. Having a sense of urgency and respect. Okay. So, um, Kevin Durant for the, for the, I almost said New York Knicks, for the Brooklyn Nets. Yes. He came back a couple days ago. Yep. And the day he, or the day before he comes back, James Harden gets hurt. James Harden's never hurt. You can be injured. I get that, but he's never hurt. They have the best record in the NBA without Kevin Durant, without Kyrie Irving half the time. And in James Harden's career, we see him in the playoffs be exhausted. Yep. Wore out and is not good in the playoffs. Not this year. Is it a coincidence? Is it is it is it me digging too far, or is it just a coincidence that he is going to be out for ten to twelve days right before Kevin Durant gets back? I I don't think it's a coincidence. No, I think it's and because you'll get in trouble if you sit guys for multiple games, you yeah. get in trouble. So I think it's not necessarily as I do think he got injured, but I don't think it's as bad as what's being displayed. Which the NBA has this problem where star players sit out because. All 82 games do not matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like like I've, I've told you before, and my dad and I talk about it all the time, when I go to a game, we talked about it on the last episode, when we talk about going to the Rangers. Yeah. When I go to a game, I'm going to see the other team. Yeah. I know who's on my team. I want my team to win, but I'm going to see players that I don't. I would not get to see every year, that I'm only going to get to see a couple times. Yeah. When we went to the Lakers game, we went because I wanted to see LeBron. I'd never seen him play before. I wanted to see him. So Did he play that game? Yeah. Okay. He had a quiet 32. I looked up and I was like, holy cow, he's got 30 points. But Did the Mavericks win that game? No. It was good. It Well, not really. They got blown out. <laughs> it was good. Uh, not really. They got, yeah, they got blown killed. out. But it was, it, it, it was a good experience. So, the NFL does not have the same issue as the NBA. I've never seen anyone in here play before. Kobe, Michael, or LeBron? Yeah. Or Michael Jackson? I don't want to see Michael Jackson play. <laughs> I have a feeling I know how he plays. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Children. Uh. <gasps> anyway, I like Michael Jackson. 
not what he does, but his music. Anyway, what I'm getting at here is the NFL, how do I say this? To me, if this is the way I see it, I see it as James Harden and the Brooklyn Nets going, oh, Kevin Durant's back, go ahead and rest, we'll get you a couple games off, maybe eight games off, and then you can be ready for the playoffs. I think it's a lack of respect for the for the league, for the fans, for your own teammates, for other other guys in the league, other coaches. I think that it's really not caring. You don't care from a not-to-not basis. And there's no sense of urgency. There's no sense of urgency to win every game. You don't have to. The NFL does not have this issue. You've got 16 games, now you have 17. So every game does matter. Yep. Week 17 matters. Teams make the playoffs, team gets bu- teams get buys, or teams miss the playoffs. Um, if you recall, Patrick Mahomes has a broken toe, got a concussion, and he's on the sidelines yelling at Andy Reid, get me back in. I don't know if all – you said all 82 games don't matter. Yeah, they do. Okay, 30 of them don't matter. 2016, Jazz. Last game of the season. I'm saying, like, like that 82nd <laughs> game is fighting, more important. Fighting, fighting for a playoff spot. But I'm saying, yeah, Kobe, but I, I'm saying, like, those games mattered more. Yeah. They had a sense of urgency. In baseball, there's game 120, now there's a sense of urgency. Yeah. First 100 games, this, or not even 100, the first 50 games this season, there's no sense of urgency. Speaking of Teams can come out and start horrible and go 10 and 20 and still come back and make the playoffs because the season's so long. There's no sense of urgency. There's no reason to care early in the season. In the NBA, there's no reason to care the full season. But in football, there is. Patrick Holmes is yelling, trying to get back on the field because every single game matters. And there's such a difference, there's such a disparity in talent between the top NBA team and the worst NBA team compared to the best NFL team and the worst NFL team. I mean, the Las Vegas Raiders went into Kansas City last year and beat Kansas City. They missed the playoffs. The Jaguars throttled the Colts. Oh, and throttled. They beat the Colts. The Jets, the Jets throttled the Rams. Yeah. So the worst teams in the, and the Bengals beat the uh the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the worst teams in the league aren't that much worse than the best teams. But in the NBA, the bottom 8 of the roster or the roster, the bottom 8 of the league are terrible. Minnesota's horrible, the Magic are horrible, Houston's horrible, Washington's horrible. Like there's a lot of teams that are just terrible. But Get Bradley Bill out of D.C. I don't understand from a player standpoint and what you do as a league to make guys care. Does that make sense? Because let me tell you this story real quick about respect. I learned about respect very early. You and I have talked about this on this podcast when my mom tells me to come inside and I said, no, you're not dad, you're not my boss. And she came out there and beat my ass all the way into the house. <laughs> yeah. Never never talked like that to my mom ever again. Because she, that day... Earned my respect. Well, I mean, she should have had it already. Yeah. But she earned it, and she's never lost. Oh. <laughs> she's earned it, and she's never lost it. <laughs> and as far as caring about what you do and giving 100%, I remember when I was in fourth fourth or fifth grade, I was on a team. It was me and Ian Murphy and Jordan Stowers. And the rest of our team was not very good, and we were horrible. And it was like in the late, I think it was like fifth grade. It was late in the fourth quarter, and we're down by like 20. And I let this kid just, I just start walking. I'm the last one back on defense, the only guy back on defense. I walk, let the guy dribble right by me, fast break layup. We're in the car on the way home, and it was in Honey Grove, which Honey Grove to Bells, what's that, like a 40-minute drive? Something like that. Yeah. So my dad, we're in the car, and I, I vividly remember, I think my dad's a very good parent. I think my dad's a really good parent. My dad teaches me, my, my, my dad taught me a lot of things about life, just life lessons where you wouldn't expect them, and this was one of them, where he 
pretty much grabbed me out in the car. And he said, the only day I'm off during the week is on Sundays. Or the only day I'm off is Sunday. I'm like, and it was Sundays we, we played. And I was like, okay. And he said, if you're not going to care and you're not going to give 100% the whole time that you are on the court and you're playing, he said, I'm not going to come to your games. I'm not going to support it. And I'm not gonna, we're not going to go get food after and have a good time and have, go do something. We're not. He said, if you don't care enough to run back on defense and play defense, even if you're getting killed, said, then I'm not going to come. I, sh- I don't need to care either. Yeah. And that's always resonated with me that if you're going to do something, give it 100%, care about it, and actually, I mean, actually give a shit about what you're doing. And that brings me to the NBA. I don't know why, because, LeBron, I mean, even with the Lakers, LeBron and Anthony Davis, they're both hurt. Yep. There's, they're going to be the sixth or seventh seed. They might have to play in. It doesn't matter. Yeah, They're better than everybody else. LeBron and Anthony Davis both know that. When they come back, there's no sense of urgency. They'll make the playoffs. They'll beat whoever's in front of them. Yeah. There's not, I mean, even, even, even for Brooklyn, we're the best team in the league. We're going to run through the East most likely. I don't know why, but Kobe, there was always a sense of urgency. Yep. There was, this could be, his, his mindset was almost, this could be my last game. Yeah. And he played like it was his last game, every single game. And that's what I want to see. Because if, if I was an, a professional athlete, I would. Yeah. I don't care if it shortens my career. I'm playing every game. Because you're, you're paying me for 82 games. Which brings me to the point, how do you make guys care more? Because, there, I I think, mean, because co- you I don't think, watch basketball on TV. No. Nah. There's no sense of urgency. You watch the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, because they matter. 82 regular season games do not matter. 16, 17 NFL games, they matter. Yeah. 162 baseball games do not matter. So what do you do to – you shouldn't have to. Guys should care. You're making millions, $10, $20 million a year. Then your $15, $20 million endorsement, you're making almost $50 million a year, probably more. You should care. But And I'm not saying James Harden doesn't care at all. I could be completely wrong. He could really be hurt. But there's still an issue with guys that want to sit out multiple games and guys that don't aren't going to give 100% because, eh, we're the best team in the league. We'll, we're going to make the playoffs. I'll, I'll, I'll be ready for the playoffs. What know. do you do? Baseball does the same thing. It's a weird – I don't know. It's a weird – I don't know. I think it's – they know that – like you said, they know that they're the, the best, team, best team in the league. Whenever playoffs get there, okay, cool, we'll play to our full potential. It doesn't matter what seed we are. We're going to make it to the finals. That's what matters is winning the championship, which to an extent I agree. That's what that's what you become. A, that's what you, that's what you you know you practice for. You know your whole childhood through high school, through college if you went, your whole basketball career. I get that, but I think with that the Mamba up there, I think that he was like, yeah, yo, I yeah, I want to win a championship too, but I want to, I want everyone to know that we're the best. We're staying at the number one seed. We're beating everybody. Yeah. I'm playing all 82 games, 96 if we go through the, you know, make it to the finals. It's a must watch. Yeah. As far as, as far as ratings for TV, it's a must watch. Yeah. And I mean, even, even the Chiefs, I said, it seems like they're coasting. Will they be able to, to hit the gas? Golden State. Golden State seemed to coast. Not yeah. the, um, against uh, the Raptors in the playoffs. They seem to coast. Yeah. They coasted in the, in the regular season, and they coasted in the playoffs, and they would have won if not for injuries, I believe. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. Still, but still, you need to be a, like, how am I trying to say this? 
if you coast or if you take days off and you can turn it back on 100% and you have good chemistry with your coworkers, your teammates, whatever, that's fine. If you're going to win, don't, I mean, if, if, if you're going to win and you don't have to give 100%, I get it. But it's the fact that it's a very, very slim amount of people in the entire world that can coast and then turn it back on and be 100% effective. I think that bothers me. I think it's because, I think it's because the three, you know, top sports in the United States, football, baseball, and basketball, baseball, there is no clear cut better team. Like there, there is, there is salary cap. So there is, there is, but it's, it's baseball. There's always, there's, there's so many uncertainties. Yeah, exactly. There's no absolute football is the same way. There's not like the top of the, the top of the, the league isn't that much better than the absolute worst. Some teams have good days. Some teams have bad days. Yeah, basketball is the only sport that has disparity between because it's such a star-driven league. Yeah, and there's less players. There's so you you individually control the game more. Baseball, you're the you're one pitcher, one batter. Yeah. What about that one dude, Shohei Otani? Mm -hmm. He's a beast. He's disgusting. He's hurt all the time, but he's a beast. Have you seen what he's done this year? Mm -hmm. Oh my god! He's, He's the first. He's the first pitcher. Since 1903, to bat second. <laughs> Did you see his game the other day? No, but he I threw. Know he's a beast. He had uh, like six consecutive strikeouts, about four pitches that hit 102. Then he got up to bat, hit a homer his first his mm-hmm. first at bat. He's good. He's <laughs> hit a double. Hit a, hit a double the next time. He's 11 days older than me. He was born July 5th, 1994. He's 6'4", 230, 30 yeah. pounds. Dude, he's a monster. He's good. <laughs> he still play for the Angels? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Where's number 17? Him and Mike Trout are like all they got. <laughs> you know how sucky? I was, Colton, I was talking to Colton about it. And I was like, do you know how awful that is to play them if he's pitching that that night? That sucks. Well, I mean, Because okay. that's sort of like a, that's a sucky, like, you have first, if you're on the other team and you're an infielder and you have to bat. Okay. This guy's this guy could strike me out with three two seams going 102 miles per hour painting corners. Oh, and then he's going to get up to bat and he's going to hit a bomb over my head that I have no chance of catching. So like he's grody. Right now, the Dodgers, the Reds, the Phillies, the Astros, yuck. They've all won 5 games. Yeah. Oakland's 1 and 6. Yeah. The Athletics could come in and beat any of those teams on any given day. Yeah, because it's so... It's random. It's very random. Baseball's random. Football's not really random. It's just the talent is so close. The fastest guy on your team is pretty close to the fastest guy on my team. It's probably less than a tenth of a second difference. Yep. Um, it's just with, with, with basketball. And it's I don't know what you do to fix it. Because when you have a bunch of millionaires who make a bunch of money and they're going to make it regardless, there's no sense of to care. And... And for a viewer, from a consumer's point, there's no point. I love basketball. Go back to what David Stern did whenever Chris Paul tried to join the Lakers and did team up with it? Kobe. Nah, that makes y'all too good. That's wrong. Yeah, I Shouldn't wish be able they, to do that. Yeah. But no, no, I, I'm saying, what do you do? You can blame cable. Well, cable pulls down ratings and Black Lives Matter pulled down. No, it didn't. There's no sense of urgency in your sport. Yeah. The ratings for baseball are down. Why? There's no, I'm not watching baseball in, in April. I watch opening day. And I'll watch a little bit. I'll go to a game in the summer, one or two games in the summer. I don't care. August, around my birthday, yeah. I care. 
because we're getting near the end of the season. There's some playoff. There's teams that are trying to make playoff pushes. Teams that are trying to get their. I care about this sport right here, right golf. now. Yeah, there's the Masters are on today, which I have a a golf topic. But I don't know. Like I said, my mom earned my respect. Should already had it, but she earned it. My dad. If you don't care, why do I care? And so, from a fan standpoint, I mean, if if the the players don't care, and there's no sense of urgency from them. Why is there a sense of urgency for me to run to a TV set? A TV set, what am I, in the 1950s? To run, <clears throat> to run to my phone or to run to a TV to watch the game. There isn't because there's too many games and there's guys that are going to take knots off and take multiple possessions off and do not care. And it bothers me because from that point forward with my dad, when I played middle school, high school, any sport, not, never was the best, was always the shortest, was never the best shooter, was never the fastest, was never the strongest, ever. But find somebody that played harder than me. You might find somebody that played at my level of intensity and all the time. Find somebody that played harder than me because you're not. Because I gave 110%. I know it's a stupid saying, but I did. I gave everything I had and then more. Because if I don't care, why should my dad who's coming to watch my games, who's on his one day off, or when I played in high school, who's taking his lunch to come run to Bells, watch me play for 45 minutes and go back. Why should he come if I don't give a shit? Yeah, that's true. So why should I watch an NBA game if nobody cares? Just watch the playoffs. Yeah. Baseball. I just watch the playoffs. I watch August, September in the playoffs because the regular season doesn't – the first two-thirds of the season doesn't matter. Yeah. So you, I don't know what baseball and the NBA need to do. Rory. It's not good. Yeah, isn't he hurt? <laughs> no, he's uh, t- he's chasing the he's chasing the grand slam because he's the Masters is the only thing he hasn't won. Yeah, um, started off par 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 par, pretty solid yeah, first four holes. I mean, I guess then he went bogey bogey bogey, birdie bogey, par bogey par bogey, birdie Golf. par par par. Golf's in a weird spot because Tiger's not. Well, it's it's like. We thought it was Justin Spieth like three years ago, four years ago. Oh, Jordan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I said Justin Spieth. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Jordan Spieth. We thought it was Jordan Spieth three, four years ago. It's obviously not. Um, we thought it was Rory before that. Good. Not great. Yeah. Not great. Um, Brooks Kepka. It's Brooke who's hurt. Brooks. Brooks, yeah, Brooks Kepka is hurt. hurt. Yeah. We thought it was him. He wins quietly, but he doesn't win like huge, like yep. consecutive majors stuff like that. So there's not a guy in golf that's really, really getting you to it. Jason to a Day TV. had his his moment, Australian guy. Yeah. Um, Who was the one dude that won the Masters? Not last year, year before. Remember, Dustin Johnson won last well in November. Was it a Hispanic guy? Was it Sergio? Sergio. Sergio, Sergio exactly Garcia. Was. Yeah. Which I've heard people talking about the course. You know. Obviously going to play completely different now than it was in November. Oh, yeah. Completely different. Completely different course. You're not even on the same course. Was um, it Sergio? I can't remember. Do you want to go in? I mean, do you want to stay? I have a Tiger topic. Do you want to stay there or do you want to go to the next topic? And then I had Tiger last. We can go ahead and talk about it, though, if you want. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right. So Tiger had his car wreck. Yeah, he was going for, 40 miles over the speed about. limit. Yeah. The, the investigator said that he was in a 45. So the speed limit's 45 miles an hour. They projected he was going anywhere between 83 and 87, and mm-hmm. the car hit the tree at a speed of an hour, around 75 miles an hour. Jesus Christ. I think... So, oh, oh, no. Dustin Johnson won in November. Mm-hmm. 
Then Tiger won last year in 2019. Well, 2019. Yeah. Patrick Reed won in 2018. Sergio Garcia Sergio. won in 2017. That's what I was – okay. I forgot Patrick Reed. Um, <clears throat> Did you know Bubba Watson won in – I forgot Bubba mm-hmm. Watson won in 2012 and 2014. Really? <laughs> I forgot all about that. But the whole Tiger thing, maybe I look too deep into this stuff. Maybe it's just a guy that's just having fun one day and has an accident. I don't drive cars fast. Never have, never will. But I'm not really into that. I'm not into the super fast car. Let's see how – I drove my mom's uh, my mom's Camaro a while back. And you know, my, oh, I'm just just looking at this. So, 1997, the Masters, mm-hmm. Tiger won. He won with a minus 18. The yeah. next best person had a minus eight. Yeah, he's a beast. Gross. 2001, minus 16. Next best person had a minus eight. One by eight strokes. 2002, he won again, minus 12. Next best person had a minus five. <laughs> 2005, Tiger won again with a minus 12. Next best person had a minus four. That's so annoying. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. There's no, there's no reason for like God. the average, the average viewer like me to go to get pulled to watch golf. When I was, you know, younger, I watched golf. I didn't really like him, but I watched golf because of Tiger. There's no, there's no guy. Or, or or woman in golf that makes me want to run Dustin, to the TV. Dustin's not even playing right now. Yeah, I mean, even him. I'm not running. Everybody hits the long ball now. I don't care. I want Rory to. I want Rory to win. I wish Rory. Rory. Yeah. Boy, I can't say his name. I wish Rory would win a couple majors here and get back to being the number one whatever player in the world and dominate. Who's the number one golfer in the world right now? I think it's still Brooks. Probably. Probably. Oh, it might. Oh, it could be Dustin because no, he's the last man, major championship. Maybe I look too much into this. I do this with like I was just doing this with the with the Nets and all that stuff. I'm gonna do it with Tiger too. Maybe it was just a guy having fun. Yeah. I don't know. I drove my mom's Camaro a while back, and my mom and Brittany both told me, "Don't, please, don't be an idiot. Be careful." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Dustin don't. Johnson is the number one golfer yeah, in the I world. My oh mom, my god. My mom and Brittany, don't speed. Don't don't be dumb. I'm not going to. I'm going to drive the speed limit. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. I'm not smart, but I'm not an idiot. I'm not smart, but I'm not an idiot. But with Tiger, what I think, and I could be completely wrong once again, but what I think is it's a guy that's been invincible and been the best at what he's always done and everything that he's done wrong, he just apologizes for and it gets pushed under the rug like it never happened. And it's just one of those things of I can, not I can do whatever I want, but there's limited to no consequences. And hopefully, that showed him there is consequences. You gotta obey traffic laws. You gotta be a good parent. You have to be a good spouse. You mean do the right thing. Be morally the a good person. But I mean, I I, I could be wrong. <clears throat> I don't think Tiger's a bad guy. Um, I bashed him on this podcast. I don't, I don't think Tiger's a bad guy. I think Tiger's a guy that was given a false example by his dad. Brooks Kepka's not even in the top ten. Really? He's number eleven. Oh. Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Colin Morikawa, Bryson DeChambeau, Xander Jawfield, Patrick Reed, Tyrell Hatton, Webb Simpson, and Patrick Cantlay. Don't know who that is. I know um, all of them. John Rahm is gross. But I don't he think it's the long ball. <laughs> it's long ball. Everyone does. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't think Tiger's a bad guy. I think I bashed him a lot. I think Tiger's just a guy that, like I said was shown a bad example from his dad, weird childhood, and was pushed into fame at a very, very early age. And like I've said, that song by Justin Bieber, Lonely. I get it. If I'm 
13 years old, like Tiger and Justin Bieber, and I'm giving a lot of money and a lot of fame, I know me, I'm probably going to do things I don't need to do. Yeah, I probably make stupid decisions. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to do things I don't need to do. Yeah. So, I, so, I don't... Because whether for, you want to or not, you're, you're going to be surrounded by yes men, no mm-hmm. matter what. It's not like you put them there Jake Paul. on purpose. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't hate Jake Paul, but he's in a very toxic situation that... I mean, would you fix it? I wouldn't. If I'm rich and everything I do, someone tells me it's cool and it's okay, I'm not changing that. Yeah. I mean, so I get it, but I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think that maybe, you know, I do the things I did with uh, against my wife. The worst thing is she hit me with a golf club, and I got out of it, and I'm fine. Um, I have a bunch of back surgeries, and the worst thing that happens is I fall out in my yard, but I'm still okay. Everything's cool. Um, I come back and I win the biggest tournament and I'm back on top. Like no matter what's happened to him, he always finds a way to be back on top. So it's almost a sense of invincibility. Yeah, no matter what I do, comes, there's no consequences. If he wins the masters next year, I'd, if he wins, not even the masters, I don't, I don't think he golfs again. He golfs. I don't think he does. Yeah, he does. I don't think he does. I don't think he makes a cut. Oh, he definitely makes a cut. He's he too, definitely he's, makes a cut. He's too hurt, too old, which is fine. He's not old. That's the problem. He's not old. He's his, not young. His body's old. He's not young. He's 43. That's pretty old. For golfing? Dude. I don't care about Phil. I'm not talking about and Phil. Arnold. They, they drink their... on the course whenever Arnold was a golfer. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. I think I think Tiger makes a – if he makes another comeback and he wins a – not the Masters. That would be awesome. Does, if he wins a major, he's the greatest golfer. He's the greatest golfer of all time right now. Yeah. But he does it again. No one will ever come close to that. Ever. I just, I don't know. I think he's done. I think the car wreck really, really solidified it. Just getting hurt the way he got hurt. He's already got so many nagging injuries. Or Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth could come back. Mm. Probably not. Probably not. I, his is, I, I think it's really odd about golf when you look at guys that aren't even on the, on, on the PGA Tour that are amateurs. Yeah. Dude, they are like feet, 180, 180 yards out. Nine iron or whatever they're Dude, using. The amateurs that play, they're gross. Feet from the cup. Yeah, they're gross. And they're not good enough to make it to the to, yeah. to, to, to be a professional player. That's I mean, crazy. Were you out there? I think you were there. I was telling my dad this a while back because we, we were talking about golf. And I was telling him how hard, like how hard it is. Because everybody's like, oh, I want to be a professional golfer. I feel like that's harder than being probably I think any golf, other athlete. I think golf is probably the hardest, one of the hardest sports to play. But I was telling my it's, dad. It's up there because there's no... I mean, now you could say there's a physical aspect that goes into it because every golfer is a crazy athlete like Brooks Koepka or Dustin Johnson. But for the most part, you don't have to be an athlete to play golf. Yeah, you kind of do. But, you, I mean, you have to you have to train your body for golf mechanics, but basketball is an extremely physical sport. You have to be 6'3 or higher. You got to be able to jump. If you're not – you know, six three or higher, you better be extremely quick and be able to jump or shoot the lights out. Football, you have to be a physical specimen to be good in the NFL. Yeah. Baseball is the same way, unless you're, you know, <laughs> CC Sabathia or <laughs> Bartolo. <Cole>. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was telling my dad. The but other even day. them, they can they throw. 100 miles an hour. Yeah, 100 miles an hour. And the pitches move everywhere. Yeah, they paint corners with a 12-6 curve that's at your head, and then it drops to your Knees. To the bottom of the strike zone in a second. Yeah, yeah that's a different type. Soccer, extremely quick. And nasty. But I, I was telling my dad, even the disparity between like the pros versus Joes, 
I was telling him about Derek Ponder. I, t- I told him, I was like, I've talked to Derek before. And Derek, he, I don't know if he really put it this way, but here's how I gathered it, was I'm going to play football, and I'm pro- I obviously know I'm not going to make, you know, I'm never going to be in the NFL, but I'm getting a free education. Yeah. So he understood that. But I remember we went out there just to just to throw the ball around, just to play football, and it was his last summer here before he went to college. I think he went to Navarro, maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly where he went. It was either Jackson – not Jackson State. Was it Jackson State before Dion got there? I think yeah. it was Jackson State or Navarro. But he's on the 50-yard line, and I'm standing next to him talking to him, and there's a net. I think you were there for this. There was a net, the left corner yeah. pylon. He's got just a bag of balls on the ground next to him, just one after another, just – and it wasn't a lob either. It was like a like a touch pass. 50 yards in the net, just knocking him down, knocking yep. him down, knocking him down. This was a guy that was a Division three, Division two college quarterback that was a starter maybe and then not sure and then transfers, and he's doing that. Yeah, and he's not good enough. And he's not good enough. Yeah. So imagine the guys that aren't good enough. Yeah. So when you want to knock the player that, oh, I'm better than, no, I could be a professional. No, you can't. Yeah. You're trash. You're garbage. Sit on your couch, drink your Michelob Ultra, and shut up. Like, you're not. You're not. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, with, with, with golf, I, I just, I don't know. I think golf I, is such an individual sport. Every other sport is a team sport. Everything. I think golf's still a team sport. What, you and your caddy? You and your caddy. If, but, if you have a bad caddy and you listen to your caddy, yeah, but the I'm talking about the top of the top golfers. They don't really like Tiger. Yeah, the caddy makes suggestions, but Tiger is the great. Like he's so good, he knows he knows reads. He knows, you know, wind movement. The caddy for those type of players, they're really just there to tell you, oh, the wind is, you know, it's picking up this high off the ground. Keep your ball under this. All right, cool. I'll do the rest. You think he didn't listen to his caddy? Those caddies like, hey, I'd go with an eight here. Oh yeah, he definitely listens to him. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying in general those 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 level of players, they they know, they know. But yeah, I think golf is the hardest hardest sport to to become good at. Where are we at on Tom? Thirty exactly. Thirty exactly. Yeah. Okay. There's just so many variables that go into 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 golf, from you know wind. I was about to say weather conditions, environment. Uh, how the course is played, how the course is cut, where they set up the holes. Yeah, where they set up the holes. What type of you know, you know, the green could be unlevel on one side. If you make, say, you you break down a swing in a in a percentage bracket, and if you get your if you get your swing one hundred percent correct, then you have a a beautiful you know you hit the ball beautifully. You could mess you can mess your swing up 02 percent, and that ball is either going to go very left or very right. And then you're basically down that hole. Or you're going to hit a spot on the green or on the fairway that there's a slope and you're yeah. screwed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a very odd game. Um, very your, fun game. Get though. your phone. Okay. We're going to talk about our TikTok phase. Dude. <laughs> I want to see that one. Dude. <laughs> I want to see that one guy you were talking about. He said, you said he's basically like uh, Grandma Sandy, which we haven't talked about in a while. We haven't seen your videos in a while, but you showed me a couple before. They're hilarious. Grandma Sandy. <laughs> so break down the one, dude. Where is he at? I don't. I didn't like it. Dang it. What is it? So basically, what did he do? Explain it. He was just. He just had milk with rubber bands, <laughs> and he was singing the Krabby Patty song, Krusty Krab Pizza, <laughs> and he just uncorked uh, the milk and then <laughs> sprayed him in the face. Yeah, he's like this woman. 
Aunt Sandy's verified. Or Grandma Sandy. I have an Aunt Sandy. You know, I'm fully aware after my last two videos what happens now. I only put in just a few candies. So I thought I'd, you know, try She opens an A&W root beer. Try putting in a whole pack of candy and just see if it makes any difference. She puts a whole pack of Mentos into the root beer two liter. Here it goes. She's inserting it. Oh! And <laughs> she sprays root beer all over her face. <laughs> can you please find what I was talking about? I can try. Cancel Carl. I'm not. No, those I'm not are my, those, those are my favorite. Yeah, I'm not doing those. Why? They're funny. I like these. I love Cancel Carl. What is this? Oh my god. It's <laughs> just trash talk. Yeah, there's it, that team apparently is an AAU team. They don't practice. They don't practice. I don't have to. They've won 70 games in a row. It's gross. They're all disgusting. <laughs> As you can see from that last play. That <laughs> that cut to the basket was gross. That Aunt Sandy thing you showed me or Aunt Sandy. My aunt's name is Sandy. I'm sorry. That grandma Sandy thing you showed me a minute ago where she's got the blue like Mo, uh, like mohawk or whatever. That's so stupid. It's hilarious, dude. Come on, find cancel call. No, canceled. Not, no. Why? Because it's not funny. Yes, it is. It's not. His son. So basically, what this guy does, his name's Cancel Carl. Go look him on TikTok. He's TikTok. He's great. Um, he cancels stuff like as a joke because they're racist or whatever or misogynistic or whatever. So there's one where his son give his son says something. His son's like, "What about this?" And he goes. It's a good point. Canceled. And he goes, also, a straight young man having an opinion? My son? Canceled. This is the chipmunks when Thor's talking to, <laughs> Thor's talking to Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever he pushed the axe into his chest. He's just, ah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty so funny. Who's your, who's your favorite TikTok uh, creator? Oh, I don't know. Because mine might be canceled, Carl. I don't think I have a favorite one. The, uh, no, there's this family. Uh, they called Dude, the those Cl- are weird. <laughs> there's they're, they're called the Clem family, and over quor- over over quarantine, they just randomly made like games up to do in their house. So like this one. Oh, one second. Here you go. They look rich, dude. She's trash. We'll see mom. Oh, mom's trash. She got three. You know dad's a sniper. Oh, my God. Strike. Yeah, or they, they do things like a... They were throwing balls at, a, at bottles. Yeah, or they put like a... Like, a list of like a, like a row of ones and then like fives and tens, twenties, and then like one one hundred at the very end of the table and they take like a an empty like Coke can and roll it and they have like five chances with five different cans and whoever lands on the most money overall, they win that money. Yeah. They're pretty. I wish I was wealthy enough to do that. They're pretty interesting. Does that stuff not make you sick? No. Nah. 
I hate it. Family vlogs and family TikTok. Dude, it's disgusting. Why? What do you mean, why? Have you ever watched any of those? The kids looking over the camera at the parent filming going... Oh, just like completely exploited, being told I'm what to talking say. About, Shut I'm up! I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about like people like like yeah, that's their, okay. Their that's... families like you know the the kids are like eighteen, nineteen, in their twenties maybe. Parents they're hanging out during quarantine. They just doing something pretty simple and wholesome. Yeah, yeah I have no that's problem fine. With that. I'm talking about the people that are like oh, with like little children. Vlad and there's a series on YouTube called Vlad and Nikita. Silas absolutely loves it. It is two spoiled brat kids. And they're mentally handicapped mom, I assume. She's an idiot. And they just play with toys. And when they ask for toys, they get them. They're spoiled. Yes, they're horrible. But it's exploiting the children, first off. Because, I don't know. What happened to letting kids be kids? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't. If you ask me at six years old, hey, do you want to film this and make a lot of money? You know what I'm telling you? No. <laughs> I want to go play with my no. Ninja Turtles upstairs. I want to go watch TV. I want to play my GameCube. I want to let, play my game. Yeah, I mean, I want to go jump on the trampoline. Let kids be kids. Let kids be kids. When they're 10, 11, 12 years old, go ham. They're old enough to understand that what they're doing, and they're old enough to, to get what's going on. Young children, five, six, YouTube stars and all this stuff, and family vlogs. Family vlogs make me sick because you're exploiting your kids. I just have way too many opinions. He's dropping a piece of cheese right on his dad's head. <laughs> <laughs> Got cheesed. <laughs> you should do that to Shepard. <laughs> Drop cheese on his head. It's just, just he's laying there, just looking at you, and just. Oh, <laughs> have I shown you? Right on his little noggin. I showed you my kitty cat, didn't I? You're. No. No, you did not. Look how big he is. Our our glider's pretty large. He is so. Look at this. Look at that handsome face. His name is Smokey. That well, was that his cat name. Could kill you. Yeah, no, look, look how big he is. He's the size of the entire armrest. He's probably, if I had to guess, he's probably about this tall. He's probably, he's one and a half from the table. He's probably about that tall. And he's probably about this long. That's stupid. He's super fluffy. He's so awesome. He, he probably weighs 11 pounds, 12 pounds. He's a big old boy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Part Norwegian long hair, part Maine Coon. He's awesome. Oh, no. Awesome. I love him. Here's. So there's a guy named Holden Davenport. <laughs> Who's the guy that goes? Blah, 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 blah. These are funny. Hey, Grandma. Yeah, I got a Nerf gun. You don't have one this time. Yeah. <laughs> she got yeah. her hands up. Oh, she's gonna grab what are you her. Doing? No, you have them everywhere. What? I'm not gonna drop it this time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Grandma's just sad. Why are you take this so seriously? I'll kick it to me. My goodness. What in the world? Why does this remind me of Justin Goo? I don't know. What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say at the end? That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, he does that with his grandma. <laughs> What's his name? Come here for a second. What are you doing with the Nerf gun? What are you spinning the Nerf gun for? Oh. What? It landed on you. What's that supposed to mean? What does that mean? Wait, wait, no, Grandma, come on. Oh, right. What? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Holden, Holden Davenport. Holden Davenport. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, they're they're pretty funny. They're pretty. He's pretty good. <laughs> Grandma, what are you doing? What's <laughs> one guy that goes? Rah, 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 rah. 
What are you talking about? You don't about? talk about the guy that like, makes those noises that you think is hilarious. No. Yes. He I goes don't. in public and just says it to people. Oh, <laughs> I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. Can you find it? Probably. I I don't. I'd have to scroll for a bit. Just type in gibberish in the search bar. That's not gonna. That's not gonna pop up. That's not good. I don't think that's how it works. Hold on. I'll just type in TikTok gibberish. I'm sure it'll show up. Hold on. On TikTok. They look. You know what creeps me out? Birds. Birds that can talk need to be canceled. That's who needs to get canceled. <sighs> There's really a TikTok gibberish challenge. Are you kidding me? What the heck's the name of this guy? He's hilarious. Just says that to people in public. Is <laughs> Connor rapping that? Who? Connor. Connor who? McGregor. Oh, let me see. <laughs> Oh, did you see... Uh, what is that that stood up? I don't know. Did you see Connor's and Justin's tweets back at each other? Mm-mm. So they're fighting uh, July 10th. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, come on now. You have a good birthday week. Connor? We get to watch that fight together, and then we get to go see Space Jam together. I'm pretty sure Connor's birthday is that week, too. In theaters? I'm excited. When's Connor's birthday? That trailer is a banger. Shepard loves the Space Jam trailer, by the way. Stares at the TV when it's on. I'm disappointed that's going to be his introduction into Space Jam. We'll watch the first one first. I I, I think the second one's going to be better. Oh, yeah. Conor McGregor's birthday is July 14th. It's two days before mine. (laughs) No, uh, I got to find this real quick. Uh, Let's see here. It's on Twitter. I know that. Condor. The Notorious. All right. Let's see here. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> um. Alright here we go Why do you look like Kendrick Lamar right now With what you're wearing Do I? How? Do you have a chain? No Wear a chain Wear some like Jordans You look like Kendrick Lamar Oh White shirt Dodgers hat Look like Kendrick Lamar Literally You look like If DJ Khaled And Kendrick Lamar Had a baby It's you Oh Okay <laughs> Cool. I'm just saying. So Connor tweeted, "Double skills work. I also didn't take rest days unless I absolutely had to. Not one, not even a Sunday. I will make this approach again for my comeback fight. I didn't become UFC champ champ with this method, but I did become UFC 145 pound champion, also the Cage Warrior champ champ." Then Dustin said, "I never slack. I'll meet you in the middle of the octagon, July 10th." Then Connor said, "Good to hear, Dustin. I hope so." As the last time, you backed up the whole time and shot uh, shot your shot inside the first 30 seconds. I'll be in the middle from the very go if you want. You know that. I'll be ready for the tactics this time, too, though. See you in the middle. It doesn't seem like trash talk. It just seems like friendly banter. Well, I'm, I, I don't want – it's not really trash talk, but it's – I think it's a mutual agreement of – you know, because Connor likes to push the pace. Not push the pace, but he likes to be – he likes to lead the dance, you know, take center of the octagon and push you up against the cage. Dustin, you know, he backed up and then he shot for that takedown within like the first minute of the fight. It just sounded like a mutual agreement that they're going to stand in the middle of the octagon and just throw, throw hands. <laughs> I is, like that. Is Max, mm, I don't know if this is a 
Good Max stuff. Holloway you know, is, is Max is, is Max Holloway the nastiest pound for pound fighter right now? Tech, I mean, rankings wise, no. I'm just asking from a viewer standpoint what you watched and you've seen. Is he pound for pound the best fighter in the UFC right now? I think he's the best boxer. In I the think UFC. he's gross. He's gross. That that video you sent me of him yeah. destroying Calvin Cater, yeah, yeah. that's filthy. <laughs> that's absolutely filthy. Um, I watched that fight live, and I was confused what what he was doing. Then I ran it back, and I went, "Oh, he's talking to the commentary team while he's dodging. He's dodging punches. Well, he's embarrassing people. What a vicious, vicious, vicious man. What a bad man. All right, well, we at fifty minutes. No, no, I don't have anything else to talk about. You have nothing else to talk about. Nope. Are you sure? I'm sure. I am out of topics. I've been like really, really struggling to figure out topics over the last couple of weeks, and I don't know why. Because usually I can lay in bed and just think of stuff, or I can just see stuff on my phone. I'm like, that's hilarious. I've really we struggled. got a fight next weekend. Who? Uh, uh, we got there's multiple fights in the next coming weeks that I think uh, are going to draw the audience's eye. Next weekend, we got Ben Askren and Jake Paul. Oh, oh, that's next weekend. That's next weekend, April seventeenth. Dude, Jake Paul's taking a nap. Who you taking? Shh. Who are you taking? Jake Paul's taking a nap. No. Well, let's go on and do I'm it. I'm taking Ben Ashen. All right. Who you, okay. Ben Askren, how? I don't know. I'm taking Ben. I don't care. No, get specific here. because Decision. Ben Askren by decision. I'm taking Jake Paul by fifth round TKO. Or, no, that's not, what, that's, not what it, that's not what it's called in boxing. It's called what? Referee stoppage? Yeah. It's yeah. Not, like knockout or whatever. Stoppage. Yeah. Taking Jake Paul by fifth round stoppage. What if he knocks him out in the first round? Jake knocks Ben out first. I don't what think. If, Jake, I don't if, think Jake. He's not going to knock out. What if out Ben knocks out Jake in the first round? Oh! I don't think. Ben, I don't think Ben lands a punch in the first round. I really <laughs> not a don't. single punch. I don't. Re- I really don't. If you would, do you count? You know, whenever they're just doing this right here, and they he puts his hand out. No, and, that's not a punch. Okay, I don't think. I don't think Ben lands a legitimate punch the first round unless it's a body shot. He does not land a single punch on Jake in the first round towards his head. What? We'll see. I don't really care who wins. I'd rather Ben Ashton win, but I don't care. I'm taking Jake Paul fifth round stoppage. Then, uh, oh, then the weekend after that, the 24th, Mortal Kombat comes out that day too. But uh, are you going to go see that? I'm going to watch it at home because it's on HBO Max. I don't know if I'm going to watch that. It looks kind of rough. I don't care. I like that stuff. <sighs> um, but yeah, the rematch, the one that everyone's been waiting for. Kamaru Usman and Orhe Masvidal with the full training camp. Yeah, that'd be good. And uh, I was watching Chael Sonnen videos because you know he breaks down this stuff. He made a good point. Ooh, he made a good point, which is Orhe Masvidal took that Kamaru fight last July on six days' notice from Miami, then had to fly across the world to Abu Dhabi. Lose 25 pounds, you know, make the weight cut. Yeah. And after that, oh, and had to be quarantined for two days. So basically four days to prepare for a world championship fight, five rounds. Where he almost passed out because he was losing so much weight. Yeah. He broke Kamaru Usman's nose and lit him up for the first round and a half before Kamaru was like, you know what? I'm just going to hug him and stomp his feet. It's a very good point. Is that if, cheap? I think it is. I don't know if it's. I, me personally, yes, but I understand that the first round, Camaro got lit up with hands because Jorge Masvidal is—he's clearly a better striker, clearly. And you realize that you are going to—if you—if you fight that fight, 
he's going to lose. So he did what he had to do to guarantee the win, even if it made it boring. Yeah. So I get it. I think it's cheap personally, but I understand he did what he had to do to, to guarantee him the win. But Warhe broke his nose. <laughs> he went and he on four days, basically four days of training, he went all five rounds. He didn't gas out. He has a full training camp this time. You went to Sherman. Those were some pretty good fights, wasn't there? Yeah, probably. Have Who I are you told... taking in that fight? Jorge. Taking Jorge? Yeah. I'm taking Jorge, too. Have I ever told you about the gym fight? No. <laughs> I'm not going to... Tim Tim Honeycutt. Early predictions, one second. Early predictions for July 10th. T- Connor or Dustin? Connor. Who and how? You said Connor, how? Third round knockout. I'm taking Connor decision. Okay. I think it's his last fight. And he retires. I'm trying to think of who he could fight after no, Dustin. I think he retires. I think he fights two more times. I think Michael Chandler and oh what's uh Charles Oliveira or whatever, they fight for the the championship or mm-hmm. whatever. Probably gonna take Michael Chandler in that. Um He's gross. He is gross. Dominated Bellator for like six years. <laughs> yeah. And then I think Connor beats Dustin. I think at the end of this year, Connor fights Michael Chandler for the belt. And loses. He, you know, he beats Michael Chandler. Mm-hmm. I do. I think he beats Michael Chandler. He's in a he's 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 too little. Which is weird because they're fighting at lightweight. He's just small. But Connor's not small Connor's for lightweight. Not. He's huge. Yeah. So it's but that's what I'm saying. Michael Chandler is small for lightweight and Connor is huge. So that discrepancy let me say this real quick, and then we'll wrap this and up. I think I think Connor wins by. I think Connor wins the champion. Out. I think Connor wins the championship, and then he he retires after that. And belt goes belt goes vacant, and then hopefully Dustin Poirier gets his time to shine. Hopefully, I want Dustin to be a champion so bad. He has his own hot sauce. They sell it at Bucky's too. His I think hot sauce. Yeah, the diamond. It's, yeah, it's called Diamond Style Louisiana Hot Sauce because he's from uh, Baton Rouge. I'll have to pick it up. I want some. I want to try it. When I was a junior in high school, we used to be able to go in the gym after we finished eating. We we weren't, we weren't allowed to do that anymore after this. No, I was a I was a sophomore. I, I was a sophomore in high school, and two kids that were in my class, not going to say their name, were playing knockout. Tim Honeycutt's behind me, so it's the kid shooting and the kid in front of me, and then me. I reach my hand over, just messing around, just not even doing anything, just joking. I mean, you can reshoot, it's all good. Yeah. Kid goes to shoot, I stick my hand over the other guy and touch the ball, so when he shoots the ball, just I come up his hand, and he turns around and starts swinging at this other kid in front of me. (laughs) Oh, God. The other kid drops the ball, I would have used it as a weapon, drops the ball, puts his hands up, both southpaw, don't know why they chose that, starts slinging hands. Oh, both of them faces, uh, heads are facing the other way, away from each other, throwing hands, not looking at each other, just slinging arms. No one touches anyone. This huh. this happened for a solid fifteen seconds, just swinging hands. No one touches anybody. Nice. Then the one kid who I reached over didn't do anything wrong. He goes to step forward and like jumps, and he slips. Oh no! Falls face first on the gym floor, breaks his nose. Then the other kid jumps on top of him and says, you like that P word? You want some more? (laughs) And Tim, someone says, I don't remember who it was, but someone's like, should we go get Mr. Steger? And Tim straight face goes, 
I've seen two kittens have a more ferocious fight than this. War five. You know what? <laughs> Didn't land a punch. Hits his face first on the floor. You want or you like that? P word. You want some more? Speaking of fights, um, <laughs> what a great moment. My senior year in high school, uh, it was. So you have off season of basketball, then you have the season, then you got the second half of like off season, you know, after the season's over. And that's whenever the coaches they go and scout like other teams and stuff. So you have substitutes for basketball, which is sort of strange because we just sort of just left the school. But one day the substitute didn't let any of us leave. She made us just sit in the new gym and like just shoot around for a little bit. We didn't change or anything, but we just cool with that. Yeah, we just played around. But Carl Tyndall. Oh, no. The whole, the whole, first of all. Mr. The, Glass. The whole thing was very strange. So, Carl, they started, he started slap boxing this kid named Armand. Armand is 6'4". Yeah, Armand sounds scary. Carl slapped him with the most ferocious <laughs> thunderclap I've slapped I've ever heard in my life. Because I was just shooting around on the main goal. <laughs> he just, what? They were on the other side. It made me completely drop the ball in my hands and turn and look. <laughs> and Armand, he's black. He's a black guy. You could see Carl's like fingerprint <laughs> whelps on his face. Did he stumble? Huh? No, he was just like holding his face and he took his hand off. You could see Carl's <laughs> thick ass sausage hand on his face. And then they stopped after that. Not 30 seconds later, this kid named Cooper screams in pain. He stepped on a ball, dislocated his knee. <clears throat> Had to call the doc in, the trainer. Yeah. He goes, all right. He has his, you know, the people that he's yeah. teaching how to, you know, be yeah, yeah. Uh, sports people. Uh, he's like, all right, which one of y'all wants to, you know, pop this thing back into place? Oh. And we're just watching we're like, no, I think that's something that you should do, right? Because you know you're the you're, you're the, the MD. Yeah, you're the you're the you're the person that knows what they're doing. And he goes, "I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. <laughs> There's two girls." And he goes, and he's holding Cooper's leg. He's holding. Him. And he goes, "I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. You can see Cooper's knee like out of socket. You can see it." He goes, "Think of a number between one and ten. And one girl goes four, and the other girl, and right before the other girl answers, he goes, "You have to get the number exact, Susan. You're out." It wasn't four. And the other girl goes, three. And he goes, no, it was seven. But before he finished the word seven, he popped Cooper's leg back in. <laughs> so he, you know, helps Cooper to the yeah, to the locker room whatever, to wrap it up. And then all of a sudden, we someone broke into the cage, like to the where we keep like basketballs uh-huh. and volleyball nets and all that stuff. And they got dodgeballs out. <laughs> and for some reason, everyone in there just that had a dodgeball in their hand, it's like they picked one person and just went after him. And this one person was Tevin Cleveland. <laughs> oh, Tevin. Golden boys. Yeah. <laughs> Tevin got... I'm just... Pelted. Pinged. Just... Just... It made the... It made the... Ping! It hit his face so hard. That poor kid. He took off running, and they chased him all the way from the new gym, which is almost... A good, you know, football field length away from the locker rooms. Chased him from the new gym <laughs> down the hallways. What the substitute do? Nothing. I wouldn't do anything either. We're in the. It's the middle. It's the school day. Yeah, I school's care. not out yet. 
They're chasing Tevin <laughs> through, the through, through the school with <laughs> dodgeballs, throwing them at him. Down, these kids are in art class. They're learning about you know Adolf Hitler or something, and they just see a black, a <laughs> black Adolf dude, Hitler, a black dude running on ah! <laughs> being pelted with dodgeballs until they corner him in the locker room Aww. and just wail on poor him Tevin. With, with dodgeball. <laughs> Tevin's a big black guy. I feel like he got bullied though. It was. That's, this all happened within fifteen minutes. <laughs> what a great day! It was so it because I was just shooting and it was like me and like this kid named Brock. We were just we were just shooting around. Lesner? No, and then Carl slap. Carl slap. It was the slap changed everything. The yeah, it changed the whole. It changed the whole the whole atmosphere the rest of the day. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And I just saw that, and then Cooper popped his knee out. Then I looked to the right. Someone's in the cage. Tevin's getting pinged in the face. He takes off running, screaming like a little girl. I'm like, well, I wonder where this is going. I follow him up to the locker room. He's laying on his back, covered Aww. up in fetal position. <laughs> oh, it was right. what a great day. And then after all that, school wasn't still like school wasn't even out yet. It was only like two fifteen. <laughs> so, there's still an hour to go. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous, but it was a great day. All right, you can find me on Snapchat, Drum Twenty One. Um. Patreon.com slash NYMP. Yeah. Aaron? Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> He's listening to some choices. great music. He's listening to... Um, who the heck is this? A blind man. Yeah, who is this? I don't um, know. I know who it is. I just can't think of it. It's... Carry On My Wayward Son. Oh, it's... um. I don't. I can't think of the name of the band. I don't know. Do your outro. I, Aaron Cross fifteen on Snapchat. I feel Aaron on Instagram. Patreon.com slash nynp. Uh, two tiers. Bang bang. Skeet skeet. Butthole daddy. <laughs> All right. You got anything? Nope. I got. Oh my stomach. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. You just ate. <laughs> I got something. All right. Your broken heel over there. Your hurt heel. Yeah. Your basketball career. Cancel. <laughs>